With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome to Footballers Podcast. I am your host, Hunter, and this week we have Steve Stokes, right foot, and Dylan, also known as Aussie FIFA. Paul, how are you doing this week? I'm doing good. Had a week off work, played lots of FIFA, it's been a good week, streamed a bit. Nice, nice. Good to have you on this week. Steve, how are you, bud? Yep, same as ever. Been a busy week, the same as as everybody else involved with FIFA, I think. I don't think anyone's had much time to put their feet up. I, I love the game. I, th- I think it's fantastic. It's it's possibly the best FIFA that I've ever played. I think it's got a good chance of perhaps being the best FIFA and the <laughs> the most hated FIFA, the way things are turning out. So, yeah, I, I love it. I'm really happy with it. Dylan, how are you enjoying FIFA 22 so far? It's not too bad. I think a couple of patches are needed. Goalkeepers for sure. I think you need a, a consistent way to score instead of walking the ball in the back of the net. I think the best thing about this myself is that it suits my game style, and that's possession. I think passing is a very crucial thing this year. Uh, skill moves don't work as much, which means we'll see the uh, the meta can't be abused in that aspect. And I think once there's a stable way to score with a patch of the goalkeepers, I think it'll be a, a decent game. Hmm. Interesting. We're going to get into that debate for sure. It's definitely an adjustment because Steve and I were on the on the line the other night, and I was about ready to pull my hair out. I was so frustrated. I was definitely in the camp of most hated FIFA initially, but as I played it, this might be my favorite FIFA simply because it's so much harder to abuse the mechanics of this game, unlike all the other games. But uh, we're going to get into the big content promotion so far. We have the big one to watch drop today. But before that, it seemed like right leading up to it, the market started tanking big time. Paul, what happened? Yeah, so Friday today, people got their FIFA points. And started blasting packs, which, you know, supplied the market with loads of cards. People saw that, I think, and thought, shit, I need to sell my cards before they drop too much. And it, it just started a cycle of cards dropping, more and more people selling. And then at six o'clock, we got some promo packs, more supply, and stuff just absolutely died. Well, I say stuff absolutely died. Some stuff did okay, but... Most stuff died. It's starting to pick up a little bit again now, like some of the higher-end meta, but most stuff's dead. I got burned, man. What'd you do, Steve? I was, I was sitting there quite happily on Thursday night with half a million, just sitting there sloshing around. And I thought the, the, the plan was to, to go out icon flipping, right? And that's, that was the idea. And I thought, and I said to you, Hunter, I thought, there's no way I'm having half a million coins liquid there on, on the eve of full release. It's, it's just a waste of coins. I've got to invest them in something. So I thought, okay, can't go wrong. I end meta cards. Perfect. So I bought myself a, a Jungmin Sun, a few Lukaku's, that kind of thing. And of course, the uh, the bottom fell out, didn't it? Mm. They'll recover, but it's just, you know, they'll come back. It's just going to take a while. Yeah. When you told me you were going to get back into the market a little bit, I thought you meant buy fodder because that's what I did. I played the safer out and I bought a bunch of fodder. I was buying up Agueros for like low six, 
high fives on PlayStation, which is a bargain for an 87. I mean, they're going to rise. It doesn't matter who the player is. They're going to come back when, when the right SPC drops. But uh, I'll see. Are you, uh, are you playing the market at all? Training is, uh, it's definitely not my forte. I mean, the other day I sort of just spent a lot of my time improving myself in the game, in gameplay. So you're like me, mate. You shouldn't be allowed on the transfer market on your own. That's, that's <laughs> exactly right. So, you know, another thing that dropped today, heroes. How are heroes going to affect the market, Paul? What do you think? Are they going to make icon prices come down or is it going to be irrelevant? No, I think it's just like having extra icons. There'll be some that are great and expensive, some that are shit and very few people will use. I don't quite know what's going on, but there's a, there's an issue with Joe Cole. If you've got Joe Cole or you've bought Joe Cole, you can't actually start a game with him in your squad. So th- that needs to be resolved. But some of them look amazing. Ginola, he looks great. Keane looks all right, actually. He's in, but they're extinct at the moment, so we'll have to, we'll have to let, wait a little while for him to come down. But yeah, it's just, just like having extra icons, I think. Anyone know if Robbie Keane has that? celebration where he does the backflip is it he does a sort of forward roll and what have you and the boom 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 gun thing does is that in the game i'm getting him if it is that would be pretty cool i thought i saw it in one of their promos i'm pretty sure it's in it i kind of look at heroes as just judging from the price movement early on i wonder if heroes are going to be sort of like a they're going to be in higher supply not near as high as your standard gold cards but You'll probably have more of those circulating on the market than you do icons. I think icons are still going to be the sought-after cards to go by. What do you think, Paul? Is that a fair statement? Yeah, I think so. And there is talk, and I I might be wrong here, that they could potentially be upgraded um, along the way. So, you know, that'd be great if there's lots of them and they're going to get upgraded. It just adds a different dynamic, doesn't it? It just gives us... Just something else to, to use, something else to talk about, and just something else to get excited about. It's that time of the year. It's one of those things that EA were really ambiguous about, isn't it? When the when the release was in the pitch notes or something, and it just sort of gave you the vibe that, well, you know, we might upgrade them, we might not, see what happens. Yeah, they might bring some more out during other promos or upgrade them during promos. It was just very vague, wasn't it? Hmm. EA were being vague? Imagine. Yeah. Still haven't got into champs. I haven't earned enough points yet, but uh, I'm really interested to see how that's going to work out. Hoping to get in there by, hopefully by like November, I'm thinking <laughs> I'll be able to get enough points. This year. Yep. We've got another SBC today. Another one to watch. The first one to watch SBC to me was a complete dud and I thought it was slightly expensive. I pulled Twitter on that one. Shakiri, I think he was coming in around 18,000 on PlayStation at the time. Just doesn't bring a whole lot to the table. He'll probably get some upgrades and he might be decent, but uh, I don't know. It didn't really excite me, but we also have Andre Silva come out today. Also not impressive, but it's a really, really cheap card. I mean, right now on PlayStation, it's coming in at 10,000 coins. What's our thoughts on Andre Silva? Well, yeah, you're right. It is. It's, it's really, really cheap, but so are a lot of other bad cards, really. Um, four-star skills, three-star weak foot. I think that weak foot is incredibly important this year. Uh, we talked about it quite a lot in the, uh, the Coach and the Pro show with Connor Wolf. If you haven't already checked that out, do get around to that. Some good advice in there. Uh, it's, it's just not a very inspiring card. And to be quite honest with you, more worrying than that is if it gets a couple of upgrades, it's a big old lump, it's six foot one. Uh, it's, it's not fast. Not that that's a, the major, major issue for strikers this year like it has been in previous years. But um, I don't know, but the 77 agility, 75 balance. There's no point in doing something just because it's cheap, is there? And it's, it's not even sort of links-wise, chemistry-wise. You know, it's Portuguese striker in the Bundesliga. So you're going to struggle to get green links with him. No, I'm, I'm not impressed. Paul, are you going to be doing this SPC? No, I, I've, got a, <laughs> I've got some duplicates and I'm not even willing to waste my duplicates on it. It's just, it's just fodder. And it really, you know, it's even if he gets the five wins and the team of the week within the next three weeks, you know, by the time that happens, everybody's going to be way past that. You know, everybody's way past that now at that card now, I think. Do you know what I mean? It's, I just don't, I just don't see the point in SBCs like that. We've had two SBCs this week and none of them are going to get done, really. Yeah. The only reason I could see to do this SBC at this point is maybe if, 
they dropped us a uh, guaranteed one to watch SBC that required you to submit a one to watch card, which would be kind of silly, but I wouldn't put it past them. Dylan, how are you liking this one to watch team one? What stands out to you? That's three Cristiano. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I see. I mean, you had the option to open your pack, I think now, or I think it was two other dates, wasn't it? And um, I can guarantee 90% of the people open it now. They're wanting uh, that Portuguese flag. But yeah, I think uh, it's a decent one. They got Varane in there as well, but he's uh, well, it's about around seven hundred thousand. They got Cristiano, he's three point five, which, in my opinion, could be a bit of a steal because he's he's already scored plenty of goals for Man U so far in his first game, and there'll be informs for sure coming through this year. So I think uh, it's not a bad one. David Alaba as well. I think if he was to get a few informs, that'd be a good investment because it's it's forty eight thousand. In my opinion, he uh, he looks like a very decent card. If he can get above eighty pace, he'll be going for quite a lot. Yeah. As somebody who's a, who's an equally bad trader, I concur completely. I, I agree. I agree with you, Dylan. So people should stay well clear of, of Alaba. I think if we're both saying there's a decent <laughs> investment, I've, I've used that card. I've used his uh, his gold card quite a lot, and it's this already a good card. So if he gets a couple of, of upgrades, that that's going to be wicked. Yeah, yeah. Alaba's in my main team as it stands right now. I'll probably swap him out for the one to watch just in case as a long term investment because I think I'm going to be using him for quite a while on corner kicks he can really fire in those long-range finesse shots if you time him green. He's just ridiculous. He's a very well-rounded player. But by the time you guys are listening to this, it'll be Sunday night into Monday, and they're going to add three additional one-to-watch cards to this team. So if you haven't opened your pack yet, check the market at 6 p.m. UK, I believe on Monday, we'll get three additional cards, likely to be much better than most of these, uh, excluding Cristiano Varane and Alaba. I don't know who they are, but we'll stay tuned for that. Steve, did you open your one to watch pack or actually anybody? Did y'all all open your one to watch packs already or have you saved them for the pod? I saved mine for the pod. Yeah. I've already called who I was going to pack. I'm pretty sure I'm going to pack Bergwies or however you say it, but that's how I got. I've, um, I've, I've saved mine for the pod. Yeah. Well, let's do it. Steve, you want to open yours first? We'll do it on the pod. We'll build it up. Yep. Right. Okay. Here we go. Um, buttons, press buttons. Right, here it comes. Um, oh, it's Bergwijn. Bollocks. Is it really? I opened it this afternoon, mate. Yeah, <laughs> Bergwijn. <laughs> I, was, I was still playing, dude. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, no, yeah, yeah, no, genuinely. Um, I've just opened my pack and it's Bergwijn. Oh, very convincing. Everybody's got Bergwijn. I opened mine and it was also Bergwijn. And Dylan, you said you got him as well? Yeah. We're three for four, Paul. Come on, man. Come on, righty. Don't let us down. I, I, I actually got Gold Veyer in mine yesterday because I got my pack after midnight and opened it half asleep mm. and I got the gold card. Can you read? You're one of them. Who reads the instructions on packs? Well, I That's do true. now, but who reads it? Do you know what I mean? They said they were going to give us one, but you know. I think you should get another one because... Um, I've oh. got one. I've got another one. <laughs> Drama. And it is Malin. That's all right. That's decent. Don't you dare. One in form and he's a beast. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Bergwies because I got him from a two-player pack half an hour ago, so I thought it was going to be him. But Mal- I'll take Malin. A couple of informs. You know, he's- I'll use him now. Even one, you think about it, 80, 80 rated uh, EA will usually yeah. put that up to around 83, 84. 90 pace goes to 95 or 93 pace. 79 shooting goes to about 83. 83 dribbling goes to about 85. It's going to be insane cut. And Dortmund are going to win five from 10. So he'll get that one in form at least. So that'll be, yeah, it'll be a nice card. I'll use it, I'm sure. Yeah. If, uh, if one of these one to watch cards that comes out wins five of 10 games, I think it's just their uh, their respective leagues. Is that right, Paul? Yeah, I think it's league games. We're in five of ten league games. So if they win five of ten league games, they'll get a boost. My days just got worse. Why is that? I thought that it was Stephen Bergwin. Berg, Bergwine? Bergwin? Berg. It's not, is it? It's Stephen Bergwies. He's, yeah. That's what I thought. I can't, thought... I, I, can't you read? <laughs> Fair play. Mm. I, th- I thought at least I'd packed a Premier League player. I haven't, have I? No. Okay. Hmm. Steve doesn't read. He just he just goes with it. I'm just, I'm just an optimist. 
Uh, yeah, me too. Paul, you touched on it a second ago, how you got your one to watch pack early, opened it and it was gold. That was the second content blunder by EA in 36 hours. Did everybody catch the tweet they did about team of the week team two? And this isn't important stuff. It's just stuff to talk about, but they early released the tweet for team of the week two, took it down and released another tweet. And then the next day, this happens with the one to watch packs. It kind of makes me wonder, are we in for a long year? Yeah, I think we are. Yeah. It just seems like they have their head shoved up their ass, man. It's quite normal. They make, they make lots of mistakes along the year, don't they? You know, I'm just glad they rectified the ones to watch one quite quickly. You know, I, I got a pack this afternoon um, that I couldn't open until after six. Um, and you don't mind them making the odd mistake. It's just how they deal with it. Do you know what I mean? The, how they respond to Yeah. These sort of mistakes are fine. It's just the, the ones that get my go are the ones where certain people get an unfair advantage. Like certain players will be deposited packs in their accounts while other people won't, and they do nothing to address it. So we can have a year of avoiding that kind of crap, please. I'd be quite happy for them to make the odd mistake. Yeah. Yeah. The other mistake, too, that this happened leading up to the launch, and um, I think it kind of went under the radar, but it dealt with one to watch. Originally, they advertised it as a one to watch player pick on the EA, I think it was the EA Help website. And on the EA website, it didn't say that. So you could have this this situation where people bought the pre-order based on, I get a one-to-watch player pick pack, and then they changed it and made it a pack. To me, if you advertised it on one side as a player pick, it should have stayed that way. That's just my opinion, but it's not surprising. Have you got any other news from 1985, or is that it? You were around in the 40s, though, so you probably remember. Uh, Yeah, vaguely, just. I was only a kid then. It was actually in the news part of the game. I'm just looking for it now and it's not there. It must have gone. Um, mm. But it was actually as a player pick in the you know the, the news section of the game this week. Uh, they're just a bit slack, are they? Do you know what I mean? They're just... Yeah. Either way, they've made a really decent game and I'm really enjoying playing it compared to last titles. Uh, you just have to learn it and it's a grind. Dylan, are you running a Road to Glory this year or are you doing a Pay to Win account? I am running Arrow to Glory, funnily enough. It sort of opposes, it goes against what everyone else is doing. I know quite a few people in the scene, or in fact, most people in the pro scene are putting your five to $10,000 worth of FIFA points. And I thought to myself, no, I mean, the casual base can't, can't do that. And I thought it's a great content opportunity to do a, a No Money Spent Road to Glory series, and it's called the No Money Spent Road to an Event. And uh, pretty much I just show my whole journey to to basically to glory, um, to an event. And it goes from everything, including diet, you know, fitness. Uh, it could be, um, you know, learning the game mechanics, trading, attempting to trade, to, to build a squad to compete. And what not to do in trading. And what not to do in trading. So uh, they'll probably find out soon enough that they shouldn't be listening to me. You know, I've, I've had quite a few doubters, um, but in FIFA 19, I proved that I can make an event Road to Glory uh, account with the E-League. This is, sorry, sorry to jump in, Dylan, but this is, I, it's not like you just, you know, a lot of listeners won't be aware of who you are necessarily over here in the UK, but it's not like you're just some sort of FIFA duffer like us lot. You know, you, you have got a bit of pedigree, haven't you? It's not your first rodeo. Well, you, you, your background is with the uh, Brisbane, Brizzy Brisbane Raw. Brisbane Raw, yeah. Play with, yeah. 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 Um, how long were you with them for? Brisbane Raw? I was with them for two consecutive years. So I repped them in 2019 uh, for FIFA 19. And um, that was my first season coming into the E-League. I think it was the second uh, second season of the E-League. And it was my first season. And uh, going in, obviously, it was my first professional tournament. And there wasn't too, you know, too much spotlight on myself. But I ended up coming into the tournament and Andy and I took Brisbane Raw to second place for that whole tournament, which was, I was ecstatic about. And, you know, there was, there was a few good wins in there for me. Um, I remember, I think it was my second match. The comp against, uh, I was matched up against Jazz. Jazz, who at the time had, you know, played in the global series. He'd been, he'd been overseas in, you know, Europe, um, playing. He was ranked top 10, I think. He even beat Tets, I think, that year in one of the matches. 
and I ended up beating him 6-1 in the second round of the E-League, which was a really good win for myself. When you're saying road to an event, you're serious. It's not just some sort of pipe no. dream, is it? You're trying to actually hit an event with a road to glory team. Yes, yes. And as I said, I, I proved I can do it in, in FIFA 19 and uh, I'm ready to do it again. And I think if I put the time into the game, I can hopefully, you know, progress into a qualifier and uh, and qualify for, for an event. Yeah, I think it was also season two as well from, from season one going into season two of the E-League. I kind of wanted to win. There was a there was a feeling to me, you know, I got second last year, you know, I want to win. I fell just short again. We ended up coming second, and that was Ryan Naylor and I who had repped Brisbane Rule that year in FIFA 20, um, and he he just repped Footwiz Ryan uh, last year, top top player. And yeah, it's a road to glory account. The no money spent road to an event. I think if I put my time into it, I can make it. Well, I've been following it. I've been watching and I can't wait to see what happens. It's good value. Definitely recommend it to uh, to all our listeners. Yeah, I love it when people do stuff like that. You see a lot of people do you know, Road to Glories and do YouTube series on them, but it's interesting to watch it when it means something or when you have special circumstances such as uh, Steve, you know, you're doing the, the free player project, which we should have a new video out real soon on that, correct? Yeah, there'll, there'll be one out um, shortly after this podcast drops, actually, early, early uh, Monday, Tuesday. Sounds good. So... Dylan, uh, are you going to be going after this Camavinga card since it's a free card? All you have to do is grind the game for it, and it doesn't look too difficult to achieve. Um, honestly, I didn't know that was a free card. That that sounds like a, a good yeah good option. Yeah, and it's in a friendly, so I mean you can just go in and handle your business and get out. It wouldn't wouldn't take you long for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. It's taken me a while to adapt. <laughs> I'll be the first to admit. Yeah. That's a, that's a big thing this year. I, I know a lot of pros that are really, really struggling with this. Really struggling. Absolutely, yep. And um, I think it's because, I think you touched on it before, Foot Hunter, that it's 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 a lot harder this year to abuse the meta. And um, that's what has trumped pros over the casual base in the past. Look, it won't take long for them to adapt either, but I think it's definitely a game where the meta is... It's not obvious, is it? Nothing, nothing's really emerging at this point. No, no. And uh, I think, obviously, possession, and it's really just working the ball into the bots until you can get a tap in. That's that's the matter at the moment, in my opinion. And long shots, green time out, outside the bots, for sure. Yeah, the green time finish shots from outside of the box are incredibly strong, but green time shots in general are strong. Once I started just trying to time every shot that I took, I started scoring loads more goals. That's the one nugget I'll say. Also, too, I encourage everybody to go into the uh, the skill games, especially the dribbling skill games, because you'll notice after I've explained this, uh, you might have already seen this, but if you dribble, left stick dribbling, it's not like it was in the past. Normally, you can roll that left stick and they'll change directions. But if you just move the stick from zero, like up and then back to zero and to the right, they they just move more crisp. They move quicker when you just make directional turns instead of rolling the stick. Has anybody else found that? No. I didn't find that, but that's interesting. Go try it in the skill games. I'll be trying that for sure. If you're in space, definitely just aim where you want to go. And if you want to change directions, bring it back to zero and, and then move it the other direction with that left stick. They turn so much quicker. I don't know if it's supposed to be that way or if that's just something we've discovered, but that's one thing I noticed and it's definitely helped me create space in the box. And I think that's a good spot to take a break. But now it's time to announce the winner of the 4,600 FIFA Point giveaway, which we announced on Twitter. There were 483 entries, and the winner is at X Sierra Delta. Congratulations. Get in touch with us via Twitter DMs, or you can find us in the Discord and claim your prize. If you want to be part of these future giveaways, be sure to follow us on Twitter at FootballersPod. Let's get back to it. You mentioned earlier goalkeepers need to be patched, Dylan. Uh, Steve, I want to get your opinion on this. Do you think goalkeepers need to be patched? Emphatically, no. No, I don't. Mm. I, don't I love it the way it is. I, I, I love that it's challenging to score a goal. I love that it feels rewarding when you do break down a defence and get it past the keeper. I, 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 yeah, uh, one of the things that I really like about this game is that it, it makes you accountable. So if I make a mistake... I know that it's on me. And if I do something great, I know that it's on me. You know, I, I don't feel like the game is really helping me as, as much as it sometimes has done in the past. So, 
I think that's a really good thing. And again, you know, um, another advert for the coach in the pro show. Check it out. We talked on there, Connor and I, about how if you use everything that's in the toolbox that the EA have provided over the years, whether that's timed finishing, whether it's making sure you've got the right stats and attributes on your player, whether it's a case of just taking a look at the position of the goalkeeper and taking advantage of that, you can score. It's not, you know, I mean, we've uh, we've started with the, the Foot Academy patron today and I put out a set of tactics, a sort of base tactics so that people can just acclimatise themselves to the game. And one of the first comments that I got from that was that scoring is not a problem. It's the defending that I need to work on now. So if you get things set up right and you understand the game and you know what to do, score goals, it, it doesn't necessarily need a patch, I don't think. There's never been a, a, a FIFA where it's so necessary to make such massive adjustments. And kind of, as I said a minute ago, you know, I could I could name you, I'm not going to, but I could name you easily half a dozen pros, very, very good pros, who have almost lost their nerve with the game because they're struggling that much. It's so fundamentally different to any other FIFAs. You can name me, Steve. It's fine. I'll tell you after the pod, Hunter. You'd ruin my joke, thanks. The idea of you being a pro was just so preposterous that it completely passed me by. That's why it was a joke. All right, keep going. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> I can't remember what I was saying. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. We all, we all, we all know there's only two pros on this pod. Mm. Who's the other one? Do you need to ask? Oh, best player on your street. I forgot. That's Paul. That's me. I mean, you, you, you can both, you can, you can chat crap as much as you like, but I know the truth that you've both been to me nearly crying during the week. Saying, I was crying. Steve, I, I can't cope, I can't play this game, help. Actual tears. Yep. And, you know. Yeah. Mine's actually recorded because I think I was streaming at the time. Um, <laughs> but going back to goalkeepers being patched, I think if you asked me that three days ago, I would have said 100% they need to be patched. Just can't score. I would just, so many nil-nil draws or 1-1-1-0. But now I think if the patch goalkeepers, most games would be 8-all or 9-8 because, yeah. you know, I'm I'm starting to score now. And I've made little adjustments, little changes. Got a few tips from Steve. Um, I, you know, I'm not, and I'm not a good player. I'm average at best, and I'm I'm scoring goals in Div Six. You know, it's not the highest division, but there's some good players there, and I'm scoring scoring regular. And it, I love it. I love this new game. It's just so different and difficult. Different and difficult. I think that's the other two words I'd use to describe it. But thoroughly enjoyable like you say Steve when you score you feel like you've deserved it yeah. um, unless you get one of those long shots that hits the defender and flat like <laughs> own goals but you know you do goals feel off the arse. I've seen them yeah. yeah I've had two today but it's good I can see where you guys are coming from there but when I think about it from an esport point of view you need an esport that has a consistent way of scoring and if you don't yeah. then it's boring and I can use FIFA 20 as evidence at the lowest numbers in viewership because of how boring the game was, each game was nil-nil. It went to extra time. No goals were scored. This year, it's going to be the exact same, in my opinion. If goalkeepers aren't patched, you're going to have nil-nil games. You're going to have low-scoring games where the eSports going to be boring. And yes, I see what EA is doing. They are adding in 2v2 to try and you know revamp the eSports scene there. And I think that's going to work. But if the game's boring, it's not going to work in that favour. And if you look at last year, there was an instant increase in viewership, I think, and that's because it was easier to score than FIFA 20. Or, sorry, it wasn't hard to score in FIFA 20, but it was, because it was such a high possession-based game, that's why there was such low scoring games. Whereas last year, possession went out the window with how constant pressure worked. So I think, look, from an eSport perspective, goalkeepers need to be patched. I, th- I think we're going to have to get you back on after after we've had a few weekend leagues, Dylan, because I I completely I get where you're coming from 100%, and you're absolutely right about you know how the competitive scene in 20 it was a disaster, really, wasn't it, in terms of viewership? So you know I I, I think certainly hope that EA have learned from that, and I think by the time once pros have got a bit more comfortable with this, once they've they've figured out particularly the mechanics in passing, I think, where you can you can unlock a defence. And also with, with teammate contain, which I think, you know, again, this this is all stuff that it takes massive adjustments. I think once they've got all that figured out, I, I'm optimistic. 
you know. I, I honestly think team make contains going to be another thing they'll patch as well. It's too overpowered. It doesn't. It, yeah. It doesn't. Uh, it's like the players when you're using teammate contain, they move faster than they do when you're controlling them. It shouldn't be that way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't facilitate the skill gap that I think EA Sports are trying to to, to bridge. Kind of gone from one extreme to the other, hasn't it? Where it was just completely useless for the last couple of years. Now all of a sudden you can just you can rely on it to make tackles again. Same as contain. Contain's back. Is it? Where you just hold down the pass button. Absolutely. Yeah, you can hold down the X button and they'll just shadow them for you. I noticed Dude, this, that. This this is news to me. This this is exactly the point that I'm making, kind of. There's so much to unravel with this game, and, and pros are going through the same process right now. Absolutely. And um, I just did a t- defending tutorial then on it, and it, it's it's going to be a staple, that's for sure. I don't think many people realize it's in the game, but um, when they do, oh, God. It's, it's one thing where they'll be able to use it to rush up against, you, you know, your attacker where you don't, that quickly that you don't realize they've done it. It's uh, very quick. And I guess you just switch away with the right stick, use teammate contain, Bob's your uncle. Yep, use contain, push the player up towards the attacker, switch him off with the right stick, use con- use second man press, Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Oh, you heard it here first, guys. If you don't know what teammate contain is, it's really simple. It's, it's as simple as X on the PlayStation controller and A on the Xbox. Yeah. Maybe they can inst- uh, instill some sort of uh, little timer just like they do on the uh second man press, you know, make it only last so long. But, uh, you know, that was something I noticed too. I think the type of player you're trying to press with matters. I brought in Leroy Sané earlier at the end of a Rivals game. It was still tied. So I wanted to bring in a fresh striker and I was trying to press with him and his meter just went from 100 to zero and he didn't take one step. And I kept trying it just to see what would happen and he never would. So maybe he doesn't have a, a certain trade or maybe he's got, I don't know what his work rate is on defense side, but. Oh, you, you're probably doing it wrong. I think defenders have their own um, player animations and characteristics, as they call it, um, of their uh, when they're defending. So if you're jockeying with, uh, you know, Leo Osana, he's not going to be doing the same job as Van Dyke. So um, yeah, I think that's something that EA have added in also with hyper motion, is more player characteristics that um, that uh, ca- you know characterize the player in real life. Uh, but yeah, my personal thing, I mean, I see both sides of the goalkeeper discussion. Um, I see your point, Dylan, on the esports side of things. Unfortunately, I think that they're going to always go with pleasing the masses. Absolutely. You know, if they changed it in such a way to where it made the masses user experience go down, their engagement numbers go down and esports doesn't matter at that point. But I agree the esports scene since as bad a game as FIFA 19 was, it was really entertaining to watch. It was so entertaining. I wonder if they just could could kind of overclock the game a little bit and let the, the the pros play just a completely separate game. But that'd be that'd be a nightmare, I guess. That's something but, that we've been asking for for a very long time. Yeah, an esport edition, the esports build. Yeah, and it, I don't understand why not. Yeah, I mean, you would be basically restricting the the pros to play a totally different game, but. I mean, I guess if you want to be a pro, you'd have to deal with it. And I think something that isn't regenerated through year in, year out, I think something that's consistent for years to come, including, for example, Counter-Strike. You know, it's the same game, yet look at the eSport. It's the biggest eSport, one of the biggest eSports in the world. So you've, um, I think if EA were to create an eSport edition that wouldn't carry over year in, year out, that had the same meta that would be boring having the same meta in my opinion as well yeah that's my thing if the game's not entertaining to me i just don't play it i used to just play through it and be frustrated but two or three years ago i I just when i got frustrated or if i got bored with it i just turned it off and i noticed i played about a thousand fewer games last year than i did the previous title it's all about engagement man if it's entertaining i'm gonna play it if it's not i'm not it's funny i said fifa 20 was was a boring game it's probably my most favorite fifa over the last, I'd say, five years. Um, and uh, if I compare it to FIFA 19, I loved it. I loved FIFA 20. It was it suited my, my game style and I loved keeping possession, you know, drowning, you know, the possession from your opponent. They get frustrated, they open up gaps in goals leak. Uh, it just, it was, it was such an enjoyable game for me, but um, boring on the esports side. Mm, yeah, pretty sure most people would agree with that. We're going to talk about some of the most most meta cards in your opinion. Uh, I want to go around the horn here. Paul, we'll start with you. 
what are some cards that you use that just really stand out? And let's talk about cards that maybe we aren't aware of. You know, we all know the the Mane and the Cristiano Ronaldo, the Mbappe, the Neymar. We all know they're good. What about some some hidden gems? Maybe I've been using Diego Carlos. What? Who? <laughs> and he's been absolutely great. Him and Marquinhos at the back have been great. I'm trying to think who else I've been using. Oh, I'm going to steal Steve's here. So, sorry, Steve. Here we go. Modric has been absolutely amazing this week for me. This old what fella told me This old fella told me how good he was. So I thought, oh, I'll give him a go because I had one untradeable. And like... He's not leaving my team. He's, he's he's staying there for the foreseeable future. He just does it all. He's everywhere. Great passing. Um, absolutely loved using him. But yeah, him and Carlos, a uh, uh, a great pairing. Steve, since you can't say Madrid. Well, yeah, I had three, but I've now got two. The other two would be um, one of our favourites, the sort of effervescent evergreen Wissam Ben Yedder. Five star week for so important this year, and yeah, Ben Yedder's a gold machine. Yeah, when he gets chances, he, he buries them. He's one of the few cards I've used where you don't necessarily have to green it in order to get the result. Playing him with a Hawk Chem style on, and that takes his shot power up to 94. I think that's a big, big deal this year. If you've got the shot power, it gives you a much better chance of just being able to blast it past the keeper from, from fairly close range. But yeah, he's he's been scoring goals for fun for me. And the other one is a card whose stats, I think, are just complete lie. Usman Dembele. He's supposedly got 75 finishing. Uh, they've boosted his composure up to 80 this year, which is a bit better than last year. But, you know, again, five-star week for, and five-star skills. Um, he, yeah, his finishing's excellent. He's got that agility. So, you know, he's maneuverable. A little bit more expensive, 49,000 Xbox, 70,000 PlayStation. If you've got those sorts of coins, definitely recommend them. And, you know, those three players, really, Ben Yedder, Dembele, Modric, you can kind of link them in that Dembele and Ben Yedder are both French. Dembele links to Modric, obviously, because of the league. So, uh, yeah, if, if you're looking to, to build yourself a team on the back of this market crash, three cards that you can't really go wrong with. And if you can't afford Ben Yedder and you want a, a cheaper budget version, I've been using Nabil Fakir at Striker with mm-hmm. a finisher Kim style. And he's a monster. The thing about Fakir is he's strong. He's got 81 strength without chemistry, but hit the strength of him and in, in the power behind his shots with that finisher that gives him 98 finishing. He's not going to win any headers for you. He doesn't jump. He doesn't get the ball in the air, but his volleys, his dribbling with finishers, 92 agility, 96 balance. Uh, he's got 89 composure, 99 dribbling. I mean, to me, for 5,500 coins, you could definitely do a lot worse. Did you say you've got a finisher on him? Yeah. Again, that takes shot power up to 94. It's, it's, it's really, really a thing this year. Getting that shot power up there really matters. Yep. Shot power is everything in beating keepers. Shot power, if you green time it, they don't stand a chance. Dylan, what about some of the players you've used that surprised you? I know you just did a video on, on a certain inform. Yeah, you, you, you spoiled it. Yes, I was going to say him. Saar, inform Saar. I mean, it completely goes against what you guys were saying with the Wheatford. He's got two star, but uh, I don't know. He, he turned up in the games that I played with him, and uh, he's found his way into my squad. He's insane. Pace, amazing. Got very good strength. The only downfall, again, I'll say it is the Wheatford, but I just don't notice it. I think he scores more goals with his left than he does with his right. Um, inform... So 40k, very cheap, good for your Premier League squads. Another one for me. I mean, if you, sorry, sorry, dude, but if you get him onto his strong foot, you know, if, if you can do that, you're fine with these cards. It's not a problem whatsoever. Exactly. And, you know, I hate to harp on, but his stats without any chem card, 88 shot power. You put a hawk on him, takes it up to 98 shot power. So again, you know, it fits that, that pattern that we're talking about with all these great strikers. Shot power. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Another one is your centre back Kunde from uh, he's French from Sevilla. Mm, I'm glad you said that. Been wanting to hear about him. Absolute menace. The animations that he gets off when you're jockeying with him are amazing. He's better than, in my opinion, he's better than uh, Varane. Oh, um, wow! But, Big claim. But I think, and yeah, and, and super cheap, twenty thousand coins. Um, I just find his animations seem to be super, super overpowered. It reminds me of when Smalling was that overpowered uh, card back in, I think, FIFA. Smaldini. Yeah, back in FIFA 18, I think it was, or 19. I think he's another one of those cheap, cheap centre-bats that's uh, going to be 
in people's teams for a lot longer. I mean, to be fair, we shouldn't be that surprised because this card last year, the... It was Road to the Final, UCL Road to the Final, Kunde. Best free card they gave out all year. Yeah, great card. So I guess we shouldn't be that surprised, really. Yeah. So, Dale, let me get your opinion then. Um, right now, I'm running Eder Militao next to David Alaba. Would you recommend swapping Alaba for Kunde? Yes, unless you're getting that one to watch that you talked about, because I think Alaba will get one one day. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to get him and just stash him for sure, but... I think I'm going to swap out, try out Kunde after hearing your uh, your praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um he's good, man. Definitely, definitely giving me go. He's in my starting, and he's he's done well so far. While we're talking about La Liga centre backs, actually, something I want to add here is that uh, La Liga might be the way to go to an extent because uh, something that's emerging as part of the, I hate this word, you know I do, but something that's emerging as part of the meta right now, again, back to finishing, the low driven shot, they go in, especially with the higher rated cards. They can be a little bit more erratic with the uh, lower rated, less expensive cards, but with your big boys, with your Mbappes, your Ronaldos, blah, 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 they go in. And uh, I think we may see, we talked a lot about old FIFAs today, actually, but I think we may see the re-emergence of the, uh, of the FIFA 19 trend where we had every team, basically, that you came up against had a saves with feet keeper yes. in there. So your, your De Gea's, your um, Marc-Andre to Stegen. And I think Stegen is actually the highest rated keeper with the saves with feet trait. And obviously he's La Liga. So, uh, yeah, I think people with La Liga centre-backs might, might look pretty smart once this, this meta really does emerge and, and hit the mainstream. I only just realised De Gea is 2K. That's unreal. Yeah, crazy. That's that's crazy. unreal. I don't know if I should get him. I think I should. Nobody buy De Gea. It's 2,000 coins. I mean, <laughs> they could be all right. Dylan's just cursed it. It's going to tank to 700 coins overnight. Can't go any lower than that. <laughs> so is Kunde, so is Sa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's just mention Cristiano Ronaldo then, shall we? That'd be, that'd be nice. Yeah, imagine that. Prices overall at this point of the game just seem to be so low relative to, to past years. It's so strange. Um, I, I'm not complaining. I love it. I think it's great. More access to the players. Chris, you said Cristiano Ronaldo, right? Yep. Funnily enough, on the road to Glory Count, I packed Mbappe three days ago, spoiler alert, and uh, I just bought Cristiano Ronaldo. Dylan's about to leave the pod right now. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so poor. Yeah, well, before we uh, before we wrap up this this week's episode, Steve, I want to give a big thank you to Steve, because more than once already in this title, I was on the edge of one, either destroying a controller or retiring from FIFA as if just beside myself trying to get used to this game. And um, this last time, I think it stuck. I called in the ringer. Steve got on. I streamed it in the Discord and showed me what I was doing wrong. I told him he was dumb and he doesn't know what he's talking about. And then I listened to him and I kept practicing. And I think I've won like 11 Rivals games and lost two, a couple of draws in there, but it was just a massive turnaround. So if anybody is considering, I'm going to turn this into a plug for the Foot Academy. I don't care. If anybody's considering joining the Foot Academy, It'd be well worth your time. It's it's Steve's made me a great FIFA player in, in my own opinion, considering where I was. I don't know about about you, Paul. Yeah, I'd echo what you've just said there. I, I've oh, been guys. I've, I've been streaming a lot this week, <laughs> and you know Steve's been in the stream, and I was complaining about not being able to score. So Steve would tell me what I needed to do. I'd ignore him for a bit, play some more, get a little bit more frustrated. Then Steve would say again. Any chance you can do some driven passes, Paul? I'd do, you know, and it just, it literally just changed in a stream. I went from losing most of my games and hardly scoring any goals to we had a good run, moved up a division or two. Um, and it were just little things that completely changed how we were playing and it, it's made the game so much more enjoyable. So if you are struggling with the game, it's definitely worth listening to Steve. I, I, you know, and I feel a bit sick now I've said that. <laughs> it's fine it goes away it's fine listen to Steve he knows what he's talking about when it comes to uh, well, can I just when he knows what he's talking about when it comes to FIFA I'm, I'm, I'm touched guys I'm touched shut up I want to talk to Dylan <laughs> hey <laughs> no Dylan um, how much interaction do you have as a pro uh, in the pro scene with a coach 
I know some players have like text for the longest time. He might still have one. He, he had his coach with him always right there with his notebook. How much interaction have you had with professional coaches? Very little. And it's, it's probably something that I'm going to need to be looking for in the future. But one thing I can say is that I'm in the torts with an eSport organization at the moment, based in the UK, actually. And, um, and, and hopefully that can be facilitated with them. So I'm, I'm looking at, at getting, getting in with a, a coach. Okay. Well, if you need one, I know a guy. The, the th- in all honesty, though, right? The, the thing with the vast, vast majority of pro players is that they don't need a coach. The guys that are tiled as coaches, generally they're, they're just mates who, who know a bit about FIFA, really. Cause once you get to that level, nobody can tell you what you're doing wrong, really. You understand the game better than most. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's yeah, really yeah. just a case of keeping somebody's head straight at that stage, you know? Yeah. I was just about to say, I, I 100% agree. It's more for the mental side for me because, and, and if it meant getting a, a mental coach over a, like a, a gameplay coach, I'd take that every day of the week because I've always said that a mental coach and, and you know, staying calm in the game, keeping a cool head is the most important thing. I see myself go in an instant if I, if I lose my head. Uh, you know, I play bad instantly. You know, it's something that takes a while to work on, but I find that just I somehow go into this hypnotic mode when I'm playing FIFA where I basically try and zone out and not think about anything. And if I don't think about anything, I play exceptionally well. If I start thinking or overthinking things or, or you know, my mental side goes, that's when you start playing bad. So I think um, a mental coach would be the most important thing that I'm hoping for. I know a lot of pros that need to see a psychiatrist as well. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. There's a thing about, you know, you see, I'm seeing more and more of them actually on, on Twitter. Everybody can kind of, it's almost like Disney. You can be whatever you want to be on Twitter, but seeing a lot of people titled coaches and, and I'm, I'm looking at some of the stuff they're putting out. Mm-hmm. And if a coach is someone calling themselves a coach, is putting out information like try these meta tactics or spam this broken part of the game. To me, they're not a coach, but they may be very good at examining a game and how to abuse it. But a coach is going to show you what you're doing wrong fundamentally and how to improve your game overall and enjoy it. I mean, anybody can look at a game and say, oh, this works, this doesn't. Let me try this. This works. That's not a coach. Make sure you come to the right place. I've been quite fortunate to be quite honest with you, you know, um, because last year in the Foot Academy, I made a point of not going down that path. Uh, uh, you know, I, I wanted to stay away from the broken mechanics. I wanted to stay away from, from spamming the skill moves and really focus on fundamentals. And I think that's that's just served everybody so well coming into this game this year. Yeah. Agreed. Well, that is going to wrap us up this week. No, it's not. Well, it's not. It's not. What do you got, Steve? We've got time for one question. Yes, we do. That is not going to wrap us up because we have a question this week. And this is from Jack, age 13 and a half from Leeds. I don't think that's true. (laughs) At this point of the game, when coins are hard to come by for most players, where would you focus spending your coins? Attack, midfield, defense, goalkeeper, or spread it across the board? Dylan, what do you think? Spread it across the board. Agree. Steve? A striker can carry you. One of the first things I did as soon as I could afford him, went out and bought my little old pal, Neymar. For me, it's got to the stage now where it's not FIFA unless I've got Neymar. Um, you know, that's that's to an extreme. If you've got a lower budget, go out and get yourself a Ben Yedder because goals are always going to be at a premium and especially in this year's FIFA. So I would say go out, get yourself a good striker, depending on your, your ability. If you're somebody who struggles a bit in the box, get yourself a five-star striker, five-star weak foot striker. Um, if you're okay, don't worry about that quite so much. But get yourself somebody who can finish, who can score goals, because that's that's going to be the difference in a game. Get yourself a Ronaldo. CR7. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Sorted. Just like that. So just go out and buy CR7. Sage advice. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it all depends on, on who you have in your squad at the time. I mean, if you've got some decent defenders and decent midfielders, I would I would support that. You definitely need somebody who can score goals because, well, you can't win a game without scoring goals. That is going to wrap us up this well, week. Righty. Right, you guess say? No. Nobody cares what I've got to say about. I can't, Paul. Paul, what do you think? Actually, I don't, to be honest with you. I'm just being polite. Oh, here we go. I don't give a fuck. I'm not telling you now. That's it. Mm. 
I'm not telling you. Buy a striker. Buy a striker. Buy Mbappe. Buy CR7. Sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Ronaldo. Anon. Buy Lukaku. Well, Dylan, if the people want to find you and follow you on social media or, or Twitch, do you do you stream at all? Uh, I'm going to have to start streaming, um, but uh, I'm primarily on YouTube at the moment. Aussie FIFA HD. That's where you can find me. I do tutorials over there, uh, and my Twitter is at Aussie FIFA HD YT. Steve. What? I know they can't follow you on Twitch because you're not streaming, but what's your Twitter handle, bud? And my account stolen. It's, it's on the way to being recovered, actually, apparently. I had a couple of emails during the week, so hopefully I'll be uh, back in. Maybe maybe even by the time this pod's out. What was the question? Twitter? Uh, at the foot coach. And obviously as well, it's that time of the year. It's the start of the month where I've got to plug the, the foot academy. I know we've talked about it quite a lot already, but if you're interested in developing your game, having a bit of fun along the way, learning how to play the game properly, uh, now's now's the time to sign up really because you you build on a monthly basis so the start of the month is, is definitely the time to look at that and you can find that at patreon.com forward slash foot academy very good Paul where can they find you right fucking foot I love that gets me every time I fucking love that <laughs> right foot on twitter right foot on twitch that's with a w w-r-i-g-h-t-f-u-t right fucking foot right fucking foot you can follow me on Twitter at the Foot Hunter. You can follow the show on Twitter at Footballers Pod. Footballers with a Z, that is. You can visit our website, footballers.com. If you want to get in touch with us, you can get us on Twitter. You can send us an email from the website. You can join our Discord. There's a link there on the website. And uh, come hang out, get to know everybody. Dylan, thanks for coming on this week, man. Really appreciate it. And we're going to be following your road to the glory. And we hope that you achieve your goals, man. Thank you so much for having me on the air. Till then, we've got Coaching the Pro coming out very soon. That is going to be subscriber only. So if you want to get the uh, the latest and greatest, it's going to be very gameplay-centric. That's with Connor Wolf, Steve. We're going to be going over some new things that, that they've discovered that are working really well to beat those goalkeepers. So if you're keen to get that information, you know where to go. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. That was nearly a really professional outro, Hunter. I was quite impressed with it. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.